Hey, Pawn family, it's Yigal, and welcome back to another episode of the Pawn Leaders Podcast. On this episode, I have Abis, who is one of the store managers at National Pawn. And I'm going to start interviewing a couple of managers and, and district managers and regionals because I want to get their take and what they're looking for, what they're learning. That way, you as the owners, as well as if you're listening to this as a store manager or just a store staff member, you can get the take on all types of positions within the pawn industry. So before we get into my conversation with the beast, um, I want to talk to you guys about Podium, of course, the sponsor of the show. It's really funny because I had a business coach on Facebook ask a question, and they basically said that their clients are getting uh, bad reviews, people aren't walking in, what can they do? And of course, I just sent her a message and said, you got to get Podium for your clients, tagged uh, my friend Cameron from Podium. And when she saw the service, she's like, oh, this is incredible. Like, I can't believe we can do this. We can go from 50 positive reviews to over 1,500, like some of the pawn clients have done, and get more customers um, through the door so that we can make more money. So Podium's not just in the pawn industry. They're in all different types of industries. I was there visiting. It's an incredible, incredible organization that is really doing everything they can to get more customers into your store. So um, I wrestled with the guys at Podium, uh, figuratively, not realistically, and I got this incredible deal that nobody else has. If you text Pawn Leaders to 801-935-8688, once again, 801-935-8688, you get 15% off of your monthly subscription fee plus $500 waived of your setup fee. So check it out. Go to uh, podium.com slash pawnleaders or 801-935-8688. Text pawnleaders to get that incredible discount. And now for my podcast with the Beast from National Pawn. Hey everyone, my name is Igal Adado and this is the Pawn Leaders Podcast. A podcast to help you make more money, stress less, and live an epic life all while working at the pawn shop. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I, I a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you being on. I reached out to a couple of people that I know. Um, you are a store manager of National Pond, correct? That is correct. Awesome. And the reason why I brought you on is because I wanted to get the perspective. And I'm going to be um, interviewing some store managers, some regional managers, some district managers, just to kind of get their perspective on the pond industry and what they're doing as opposed to just the ownership. So thank, thanks again for being here. Thank you. Cool. So give us a history. How did you start uh, working in the pawn industry? Um, 2008, I started as a pawnbroker, um, account manager, SLA, whatever. Uh, I was very interested with the, with the culture of the company. You know, like I was always, I wanted to win and I wanted to, to help the customers. Um, I was really big on customer service. Um, then I got promoted to assistant manager. A few months later, I um, got promoted to a store manager. I was at a smaller store for about five years. And now I'm at this location. I've only been here since November, but it's great. I love it. Awesome. And wh how did they find you? Like, where were you before you became a pawnbroker? I was actually a hairstylist at JCPenney's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so you, you looked at the culture of the company. You said, wow, I, I want to be a part of this. Is that what kind of made you say, yes, I'll jump in? 
you know what, I actually, it was my first time in a pawn shop and I actually went into their main location, which was Guest Road at the time. And I met Bob. Uh, I, I don't even know what I was doing there. I was just looking for something. And he offered me a job and I was, I mean, I had a job. Uh, so I thought about it and then I came on board. Awesome. So talk about it. How, how many um, staff members do you have at the store? As of right now, we have 15 plus the managers. So you're, you're managing 15 plus employees. How big is the location? Uh, it's the second biggest, biggest location in the company. Nice. So, I mean, so I've been to some of the stores and they're pretty big. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So you've got the second biggest location in the company. Is that square footage wise or like uh, palm balance wise? Uh, both. Both. Okay. So you've got the second biggest palm balance uh, in the chain. So what does it take? If you talk to us about like what it takes to grow a palm balance as a manager, what it takes to lead a team of 15 people plus? Um, find a way to say yes. You know, like I believe in not turning inventory down. Um, if the customer wants to get a hundred dollar loan, just, just find a way to say yes. If they only have something that's worth $20, just tell them what else do they have? Uh, the more items you bring in, the, the better it will be. Also always treat the customers fair. Yeah. Agreed. Love that. And what about like being a great, what does it take? Like when you look at like ownership, um, and management, why I mean, they basically said you've got to talk to a beast, right? Obviously, you have a great personality. You've got great customer service. But they told me that because you're a leader. What does it take for a manager to get from the upper level, from the ownership, from, you know, whatever, however, a company structure to be a great leader? Uh, to be honest with you, like, I look at the business like it's my store. From the moment they hand me the keys, I run it like it's my own business and I want to be successful. So when it comes to being green and clean, when it comes to growing the loan balance, when it comes to making GP, like I care about everything, everything that's, that's involved in the store. Um, so I don't know if that's what makes me a good leader. Like I, I take ownership of everything that's going on in the store. I want to be involved. Um, it's just being on top of everything. So you have, you have an ownership mentality. You look at the store as like, this is my store. I want to grow it. Obviously, um, if you're making, you know, bonuses or, or whatnot, or, uh, you know, everybody works a little bit differently, but it's all about like having ownership mentality. Correct. Yes. Awesome. And then did you have that ownership mentality when you were a hairstylist or was, was that kind of implemented into you uh, in training when you came to work at the pawn shop? I'm going to say it was the training that I got at the pawn shop. You know, like um, I, I would say that I'm lucky to work here. Uh, first of all, it made me grow more as a human. Um, I see that people sometimes go through like heart patches, you know, and it's not because they need it for, for drugs. Like people made it seem it's people, it's hard, it's hardworking people that just need extra 20, 40, $50 for gas until their payday. So it's a big eye opener um, for me personally. Love it. So where do you see yourself? I mean, are you going to, are, are you long-term pawn? I mean, is this where you see yourself long-term? This is my career. I love what I do. So yes. Awesome. Very cool. Now, what does it take when we talk about like management, Abyss, you've got 15 people, right? 15 plus people that you manage. Who do you have to be? What characteristics do you have to have to have the second biggest pawn balance in the chain, second biggest store and to have a well-oiled pawn shop? Like what is it that you have to do to make sure that all 15 people plus are on the same page? 
treat everybody with respect, uh, but at the same time be individualized. Uh, we have like a performance sheet that we get every morning. We get an email with our performance. So my way of greeting my employees is, hey, you know, you're at X, Y, and C, you only need this much to make it. So I'm very individual and very personalized with every single one of my employees. Um, if they need anything, whatever they need, they can come and reach out to me. Um, if they need help with how to grow their own personal loan balance or to grow their own personal layaway balance, I'm always here to help them and to give them ideas on how to do it. Now, one of the biggest mistakes that pawnbrokers make is they get their number one salesperson and they put them into management staff. And so what ends up happening is that the manager is consistently writing loans and making sales and not managing the store. So how, how do you, let's talk about like time. Like how do you get into the store? How do you strategize? What does your day look like when you're managing uh, a loan balance like yours? You know what? I actually make notes to myself. Like I have like a little book that I keep in my purse or even the notes on my phone. I say, this is what I need to get done. Um, and I get it done. Um, I also, um, I have a, a good team. Like I have very good support from my management team also here. So it's, it's possible, you know, it's my, my main thing is about growing the loan balance, selling the money and just being on the loan counter, approving loans, approving sales, uh, everything that comes in in the store. I want to touch it and I want to see it. So, I mean, let, let's talk about like percentages. Are you writing loans or are you kind of like orchestrating I don't, you know, I wish, I wish I had time to write the loans. Um, I help my account managers qualify the loans. They come up to me. They have to give me some history on the merchandise, uh, history on the customer. Uh, what can we sell the item for? Can we sell it or can we actually sell it? You know, it's two different things. Um, so all that stuff, like I need, when any of my account managers come to me, they already know how much is it selling for at the store? How much maybe we could sell it for here? What's the customer's history and all that stuff. And then we agree on a price. I make them tell me what they think they're going to do. And then, you know, we agree. Yeah. So you're not on the counter. What I'm trying to get to is that you're not on the counter writing loans. You no, are um, conducting the orchestra essentially. Yes, that is correct. Awesome. Because again, I'm going to say this again. A lot of people think that their managers should be writing the most loans, making the most sales. And it's a big misconception. No, and that is correct. I actually, I don't have time. Um, and it's, it's bad to say, you know, because I want to touch every single customer. And in order for me to touch every single customer, I wouldn't be able to do it if um, I was writing the transactions because I want to make sure they're getting great customer service and I want to make sure they're getting what they, what they needed when they came in the store. Yeah. So you're supporting the staff, you're supporting the customers. And of course you're always giving metrics up to the, you know, to, to the regionals and to the ownership and you're keeping tabs of everything, right? So let's talk about that really quickly. When I talk about like metrics, a lot of times I've interviewed store managers and they don't know the metrics of the store. They don't know, you know, I've, I've actually spoken to pawn uh, managers who don't know their pawn balance. Mm -hmm. How often are you looking at metrics as a store manager? On a daily basis. Um, actually we here, we actually have to send like a, um, a message to a regional, uh, two times during the day uh, where we are at. And I look at it every day. And what, obviously that helps you. You guys also set goals, correct? Correct. That is correct. So you, you set goals. You're looking at uh, metrics every single day. And what happens in the store if, if you're running a little bit short? Like what do you do as a manager to push and inspire and motivate your 15 plus uh, crew to hit those numbers? 
So, you know, like we, like if there's downtime, we merchandise the store. Um, we always try to be green and clean. We do postings, uh, not only to advertise what we're selling, but to ask customers to bring us in more gold or more, more televisions or whatever it is. Like we buy and sell. Um, we like, if we're kind of slow, what I'll do is like, I'll print out the rede the, re the redeemed pawns. Hey customers. Um, how are you just to say hi, you know, um, and I give it to each individual account manager or layways. We do the same thing. Got it. So you're working the store. You're, you're making it happen in case you're not hitting your goals. Now let's talk about this really quick. A lot of times, um, like I say, I coach a lot of uh, managers and they bring in their personal life, right? How important is it to have your personal life organized so you can be a great manager of a store? Um, you know what? It, it has to be, but at the same time, you have to put like a wall when you're at work, you're at work. Um, and this is like my other family. I would tell people like when I come to work, I look at everybody. This is like my family away from home. So my life work balance is great. As of right now, like I have a set day off. We actually are close on Sundays. So I make plans to do stuff with the kids on that day, um, and do whatever I have to do. Got it. Love it. And then how often are you meeting with, you know, upper management or ownership to talk about like your necessities? I, what I, I, let me go back really quick. I know a lot of times managers, they just kind of like keep going, right? If you're a manager, listen to this, you keep going, your owner's telling you what's going on. I have a feeling Ibis, that you are loud and proud, right? Like if something's going on wrong, you will voice your opinion, correct? That is correct. <laughs> yeah. And it's because you have that ownership mentality. Yes. Because you care so much. I do. I care about the company. I care about the business. Um, I care about the people I work for and I care about the people that work for me. So it's, it's it. all connected together. Now, if there's a lot of managers who listen to the show and I want you to kind of give them two or three tips on how to be a better manager or how to be a great manager, if you can. Um, it starts with tre treating people the way you want to be treated. Uh, being fair to yourself, being fair to your staff and loving what you do love it thank you so much Ibis, for being on the show um i i'm going to be having more managers and, and general managers and regional managers on the show because i think it's important to see their perspective of the pawn industry a lot of times i feel like management staff um isn't kind of included uh, some stores bring them to the conferences some don't some stores have great culture some don't but if you have a great manager like Ibis, and I know that uh, you are one because I've been told by many people, I believe that you have more success in the project. So Ibis, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. If you haven't been to the Pawnbrokers Podcast community, jump into a great community of 700 plus pawnbrokers, managers, vendors, and we're just talking about leadership and marketing and strategy to grow your business. And stay tuned for the next episode of the Pawnbrokers Podcast.